Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This podcast is to be listened for all. The one, the only, Brian Rails. Who the fuck else? Now, despite that thing, you know, this thing we're going through called mental health issue. No, it's not just an issue, folks. But that's a different podcast for a different evening. Now, I have SummerSlam to discuss with you all. It happened last night. My very first experience with the Thunderdome. I did not experience it because I've heard from friends that there have been some minor issues with the system in place. I don't believe that there's been issues with some things, but maybe there has, maybe there is. Anyways, it did not emanate from Boston. It emanated from Orlando. And there was pyro, and it did give you the uh, similar experience of being live at SummerSlam. But before SummerSlam, folks, was TakeOver 30, and a lot has happened. So I got TakeOver and SummerSlam to go over, my goodness. I got to go backwards a minute. So... Is there a reason why Keith Lee lost the NXT championship? It's because Vince McMahon saw something special in the young man, and he debuted tonight on Raw. And believe me, I'm going to get to all three reviews here in a tick. But before I do, to all the listeners in the UK, Australia, United States of America, Canada, Latvia, Indonesia, Australia, South Africa, Tokyo, Japan, the Philippines. My goodness, man, there's a lot of listeners. Italy. I said the UK, so that's already a part of the UK. Anyways, to all the listeners listening to this madness, I say thank you for being patient.
Anyways, back to NXT TakeOver. I had to rewatch um, the entirety of NXT. I came a little bit late home, you know, from work and a little bit home. I do uh, extra work sometimes, so it's on the weekend to the dishwasher. But anyways, Cameron Grimes, Johnny, yeah, Johnny Gargano, Bronson Reed, Damian Priest, Velveteen Dream. I mean, this list of guys in the ladder match was stacked, right? So, the winner of that match was Monster Factory graduate Damian Priest, who is now the new North American champion. Congratulations, my friend. Very good match, very well paced. It's what you expect from a ladder match. It's not spotty, spotty, uh, high spot, high spot, meaning move that includes high risk, like a moonsault, or not just dives and do this really high spot here. Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. You know what? Pat McAfee did better than I thought he would, and he actually utilized the training that they gave that. I mean, I I didn't mind Pat. He was very um, flamboyant in the NFL. I didn't give a fuck. Because you got to have confidence in order to be in the pro wrestling business. And Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole, him to pull off the drop kick, you know, and then almost punt. Adam Cole's face which you know come to think of it folks Adam Cole whether you love him or hate him he does his job and he presents you know very good matches for what they're worth you know what I mean he may not agree with everything Adam Cole is or does even though he is one of the favorite children there's reasons and I say he's a favorite, folks, because why go through or go up to Maine when the size of Undisputed Era, you know what? Size does matter when you're on Maine, just saying, because you do have Mr. Happy Birthday Vince, you know, saying, this is where I want you, this is what I plan for you. Okay, well, unless you're a certain height, he still plays by the um, – land of the giants but you know you have to be a certain size because in wrestling I'll get to that philosophy later on off the rails uncensored but anyways in NXT TakeOver you also saw Dakota Kai versus Io Shirai first time well maybe not the first time two competitors names rhymed right very good match. I like the psychology of it because Raquel Gonzalez, she did her job, you know, as, well, basically like the bodyguard, you know, kind of like Diesel was for Sean. I like the whole psychology of, you know, she goes to the outside. Raquel Gonzalez stands in the way of Eo. Eo Shirai, my God. Much like, um, her classmates before her, or her cohorts, right? As Nigel would say. Or as uh, the lovely Marlono would classify her as. Man, she so reminds me of Asuka and uh, Kyrie Sane, but in, dif- in a different way. 
She does what a baby face is supposed to do, man. Yeah, the match was very, very good. I was almost worried that NXT would be kind of uh, terrible, but you know what? Karrion Cross beating Keith Lee, I, you know, <laughs> Phoenix during the match, you know, I have a friend back home, right? Uh, well, I have many. Kurt Gannon is known as actually having a t-shirt that reads the suplexer says, did Beth Phoenix know, nor does she care? Well, here's the deal, man. When my friend actually starts getting, well, he actually is already starting to get the point is, Karrion Cross is not a suplexorist. It's like classifying Lesnar as one. He either gets the title of suplex machine. I mean, the dude, yes, he does various forms. But there is only one Kirk Gannon and there is only one suplexer, sis. And I, Beth, I love you to death. You're Hall of Famer. But please keep references to a bare minimum when it comes to saying the word suplexer, sis. I mean, you have to go to the middle rope for Keith Lee. He's a big dude. You want to make your move look great. I get it. You want to make, in wrestling, you want to make things look big. You want to make things sound big as well. Thank God for Keith Lee making that fucker look good because let me tell you something. Karrion Cross was an impact, so was Scarlett, and they minimalized, you know, the way she is as a manager. I don't give a fuck. That main event was okay. It wasn't bad. It just... It could have been better. Like I said, NXT TakeOver 30 probably would have meant more and bought, you know, inside a different arena, but, you know, what can you do? This is... What's going on right now, folks, is unprecedented, and we, like I said, this is not a political podcast. This is not a mental health podcast, although, you know what? Nice escape from the current mental hell that we're in right now. Anyways, take over 30. My whole assessment, I give it a... a, Lowest I'll give is a C-. Highest I'll give is a B+. So, that's that on take over 30. Should I go in depth and detail of each match? Mm, Depends which match you want me to go in depth on, man. By the way, folks, you can message us questions at Wrestle underscore radio on Instagram. On Facebook, it's Wrestle Radio Network forward slash Facebook.com. And at Brian Rails on Twitter, Lady Lynn and I will do the best to answer, you know, answer your questions. If you're asking where she is, it's, um, well, said. It is her birthday weekend, so I am allowing and allotting the time off for the time being to do this show solo. Moving forward, let's go to SummerSlam. So they kicked off the night, you know, with the panel and Renee Young leaving WWE. Um, Renee was a great color commentator. She was a great interviewer. Anything you gave her or assigned her, I got that woman was amazing. So... 
she uh, parted ways with everyone letting her know how much they appreciated her and what she's done for the business and how weird it's going to be without you. Um, it is going to be strange without Renee Young interviewing or um, you know just giving giving some insight in a positive way. So there's just a lot of things Renee Young did before being acclimated to the main roster. Who knew, man? She'd be the first ever women's commentator on WWE Raw, and she made history with that. So, for those of you who thought, well, she's just leaving because her husband, that's part of it. But, I mean, there really was nothing left for her to do, and they kept demoting her. It's not, you know, she wanted to have these demotions, but what else are you going to do with her? Because you can't put her back on commentary because people might have griped or bitched about a woman being a commentator. Two, Renee is awesome. We're not going to focus on the negative. We're just going to focus on the positive, right? So, let's see here, folks. MVP versus Apollo Crews. Not a bad match. He, uh, let's see here. MVP did something the most cannot do, depending on what the, or who the name is for WWE. And by that, I mean putting the younger talent over and not completely putting them in the dirt. Everyone knows who I'm fucking referencing. But you know what? Good match. Even though it just... I don't know what else to say other than great match, you know. MVP's doing what he's supposed to. And that's, you know... Helping out the talent that needs help to be pushed, not... Over, over, but, you know, trying to get them acclimated for the audience's eyeballs. And Apollo Crews retained the United States Championship was what that match was for. Anyways. So, the night starts off, I guess, on the main card with Asuka versus Bailey. This match pissed me the fuck off. I hope, you know, I'm glad that tonight's Raw kind of culminated my thoughts because... Dear Lord, if we're going to have the CM Punk syndrome of let's shove it to Punk because he had a title reign. You notice this, right? The way fans get pissy about when someone has a large ass winning streak, and that includes Lesnar, this includes Bailey as well. So maybe at payback, Oscar will finally become Oscar Two Belt. I don't know, but to some who say that uh, they enjoyed the match and it was great, uh, there's few people that Oscar works great with on main, and one of them she should have beat like a drum at WrestleMania 34. But I digress. I guess you could say, well, Sasha provided great distraction in that, um, and that Bailey really actually was supposed to win because it's like a haves and have these, you know, type things. Where half the night was shit, and the rest of the uh, card wasn't too bad. I mean, I'm not complaining. So. 
there's also a tag team title match, and that was Dawkins and Ford versus Andrade Cienalmas and and Angel Garza. I gotta say, I'm surprised Bianca Belair didn't come out during that match. Uh, it was a decent back and forth match. It was very well paced. It's like the one thing the Street Profits get elevation on their moves, and they make it, they make the moves you know count the most, right? They want the smoke. But sometimes, you know, watching the Street Profits can be entertaining. Other times, it can be very like, okay, they've done this before, but hey, it's cool. So there's that match, and then, you know, we then. Gina Baszler said, it doesn't matter who wins this match tonight, because I have next. Very interesting sentiments from the Queen of Spades, right? Okay. Oh, yes. I'm still trying to figure out how many times the titles are going to flip-flop back and forth, and they're trying to give us a different look, but it's like, hmm. Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. That was not a match at SummerSlam, but dear Lord. I keep saying dear Lord because I don't know if prayers can help me get through this night because my ass is like severely tired and I'm late, folks. I did mean to be late on arrival, but slept past my alarm. I think this would help me, but you know, I don't need a match card, man. That's not very nice. Yes. If you have any questions, folks, you can email or message, I should say, at Wrestle underscore radio. I don't know if I agree with this review, but you know what? Oh, yes. The Fiend versus Braun Strowman was the main event. For a reason, okay? Is this person only reviewed one match? What kind of crap is this? Oh, this is definitely my review. So, okay. And, yeah, the results. So, I give a C. SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey vs. Oscar. No thanks. That match pissed me off, and I will explain why. Oh, yeah. The Raw Tag Team Championships. I got that match already. Rose versus DeVille. That was not bad. It was just, you know, afterwards there's a celebration. You get the rest. Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins in a street fight. That was one of the matches that I was actually looking forward to, and it lived up to the hype. And after that, the Raw Women's Championship, Sasha Banks versus Asuka. Thank the Lord, at least one of them lost. Now I'm going from dear Lord to thank Lord. Uh, championship 
WWE Championship match, Drew McIntyre versus Orton. Surprise that McIntyre retained. I, as I said, I will get to all my other thoughts later. Universal Championship match was next, but then, folks, Roman Reigns shows up at the end because the Fiend wins the title, and Roman Reigns says, you wear a mask because of me. Without me, you would not exist. I, you know what? Fans asked for him to be heel a long time ago and finally get it. Please do not fucking complain when you get what you want because Reigns gave this whole fucking pay-per-view some range. And you know why? Because everyone's going to be buzzing about it. We are. We are. WWE Raw. <laughs> Time to give the results to three shows, folks. Not easy being a podcast. Actually, it is. In the sense that all I had to do is report like a newscaster, man. That, that's all I do, okay? Don't get upset that if I uh, kind of razz on your favorite wrestlers, not my fault that the company is kind of doing what they're doing with Bailey and Sasha. I don't have any control over that. I Thank God I don't. Actually, you know what? I wouldn't mind. Just to see what it was like. Okay, so the night opened with McIntyre talking about Orton and gets attacked from behind, gets punted in the face, and still manages to get up. Okay. And then Nia Jax ends up interfering in the match with Sasha and Bailey. You know, being, you know, trying to antagonize Nia Jax, trying to tell her what to do and how to do it. So, fatal four-way for the 24-7 championship. Akira Tozawa, Cedric Alexander, and R-Truth, and Shelton Benjamin. Uh, Akira Tozawa. Angel Garza versus Montez Ford. Wow, Montez Ford actually won. The Iconics and Zelina Vega versus Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, and Bianca Belair. Okay, how the hell? Where? Who won that match? Okay, I'm glad the Belair, Liv Morgan, and Ruby Riot. Interesting combo. Okay, Shelton Benjamin, blah blah blah. Lana is in the ring with Natalia. Shane is back there with the Raw Underground. Keith Lee versus Randy Orton. Oh my God. Oh, McIntyre gets involved for DQ. Sorry, folks, for the random pause, but there's so much. Okay, the Lumberjack match for the Raw Women's Championship. So, (laughs) I'm glad that you guys are finally listening to Reason, because it's not that I dislike, actually, I didn't Bailey and Sasha kind of, it depends on what you classify as attitude when it comes to not only wrestling but fans. But Oscar won the match, thank God. Thank you, Jeebus. You know, this is the point in the show where expletives are not uncommon. 
the following content in the following podcast has explicit language and contains expletive references. If you have a child under the age of 18, at the lowest 14, and you let them listen to this shit, holy fuck, you guys have balls. Eventually, though, you know, kids are going to figure it out, right? So, monkeys in the truck with a, oh yes, Off the Rails Uncensored is a copyrighted pod coined on March 7, 2016 as Off the Rails Uncensored. Any likeness or ever, uh, let's see, a reproduction attempt, you will owe me $45 and it will be solved. Buckle up, fuckers, for this mental wonder. Me! Wait, for real, just hit my music. Take it. Takeover 30 was not a bad show. Surprisingly, neither was SummerSlam. So, I mean, I can try and find the negatives, you know, like I always do, but there really is only one. And they really done a good job of minimalizing the damage of losing viewers on the new... Um, what you call it? Virtual experience. Kind of odd for a fan, you know. Have a virtual meet and greet. And all these new things like the Thunderdome and the concept. And some people saying that, you know, that's not going to fix the problems. Well, to those who said it wasn't going to fix the problems, yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, there's some definite lag, and it's like the network when it first started, so trial and error, trial and error. You just have to eventually find something that works. And at SummerSlam, the only real gripe I have, you know, is going to be Bailey Sasha, right? Mm-hmm. For two women that work their ass off, you know, get what they're at and just maintain that level of either, I don't know if it's comfort or they just don't give two flying shits. And they at least be courteous to tell you, you know, like they did tell myself and my cousin when Sasha, you know, kind of skipped out. Did I just say wife and cousin? 
I guess in, in the gay community, that means friend and cousin. Sorry, folks, my apologies. But, you know, there's reasons why people skip out on stuff, and there's also reasons not to skip out on stuff, such as autographing stuff for a 12-year-old girl. Anyways, I'm trying to focus on this whole ordeal. Okay, so you have women that get attention. That's not uncommon for Sasha Bailey. I mean, this thing, like most feuds in WWE, you'll be like, wait, we're... Wasn't Nia Jax and Baszler just uh, arguing with one another and now you're going to pair them as a tag team? Giving different looks is not the issue, folks. It's the fact that yes, there's positives, but there's also negatives that kind of balance things out, right? With Sasha and Bailey, you're going to get a whole slew of uh, certain planning for their bookings, right? Some say you don't want to lose both because you need one to be the baby face when there's a falling out. I don't know when the falling out's going to happen, but I pray it happens soon because Bailey and Sasha is the first ever women's tag team champions. You knew that was going to happen, right? I mean, just as a wrestling fan... You knew that was going to happen. So then WrestleMania 35 happens. They lose the tag, the women's tag team championships. Sasha, you know, because she felt mentally burned out. I get that aspect of the whole business, but she felt burned out. She went to the beach. She unfollowed every single social media ever known to man from WWE. And I think the only reason they brought her back was because Natalia as a as a champion was not drawing as much. So in turn here comes Sasha Banks. And that's great. It's great. No, I'm not gonna sit here and critique SummerSlam too much or Sasha and Bailey too much to the point where you're like, well you're just nitpicking the tidbits of Sasha and Bailey. And it's like, well, you know, Somebody has to review them in a way that's not completely, well, they did this wrong, they did that wrong. People notice. We also will notice when people start, you know, not turning on that virtual experience. And it's funny because I guess they're trying out sound with this new virtual experience and, uh, and I still have canned heat and canned laughter. It's so fucking weird. And everything in a can, right? Well, I'll get back to Sasha and Bailey here in a minute. But SummerSlam was not a bad show, folks. I mean, Roman Reigns showing up at the end of the match between Fiend, who was the new world champion, versus Braun Strowman. I mean, it added some to it. Do you know why? I'll say this, folks. If there's uh, no surprise ending at SummerSlam, who knows what would have happened. It would have just been a regular boring fucking match. But instead, to enhance it, they give us Roman Reigns, who had been rumored to go to AEW, okay? AEW is by far 
they're pulling strings at the right up, you know, moment and being opportunistic, yes. Being good competition depends on what you interpret that as when it comes to professional wrestling. It's kind of like WCW and WWE with an added touch of ECW flavor in the matches. Okay, but none can compare to the Monday Night Wars back in the day, right? Right. So take over 30. It just doesn't, like I said, sometimes, folks, it does not feel the same. Once you get done watching this, you know, you have a virtual experience for NXT, you have a virtual experience for watching SummerSlam, and so, you know, WWE Raw. It just feels awkward for me. That's why, you know, I like watching on a screen instead of being surrounded by complete and other strangers. And, you know, from a social perspective, some of you are very clueless. You know, putting a picture of Chris Benoit, really, assholes on the monitor, that's kind of creepy and also makes me wonder about your morals, man. Some people thought it was funny. I don't know why you would do something like that, but that's my point. NXT TakeOver wasn't bad. It's just like I said, there's a level of, well, you got this grade because. And in reviews, certain people will tell you it's a lot easier if you just start bashing can't really bash certain things, not everything, certain things. I personally feel that um, I need to speak my mind about a few things about Bailey and Sasha. I understand that creative is trying to put together a feud. I understand that they're trying to put together women's tag team division. I'm not mad. I just feel like in which the direction Bailey and Sasha are going, you know, creative wise with the feuding with Oscar is not a bad thing. They need a challenge. Well Kaleri says, you know Some may say, Why do they need a challenge? That's not the hilarity of this. The hilarity is so Bailey holds the championship. Longer than CM Punk because that's not as long, close to as long as uh, Bruno San Martino. The skill set of Bailey, she is very valuable as a face. I don't, you know, they're trying her out as a heel. To me, role reversal is kind of funny with Bailey because I was booing her ass before she was a fucking heel. I've never really enjoyed watching her because, to me, she bores me. You know, it's just like Bret Hart, you know, who's a legend. You know, you could put together a match, and it would be the same match over and over and over again. With Bailey, you know what match you're going to get because it'll get it over and over and over again if you work her. It's difficult to watch because the skill sets of Bailey and Asuka are completely different. They're, I, 
I understand they're trying to build, you know, for a feud between Oscar, Bailey, Sasha, and now you've got Nia Jax involved and Shayna Baszler. So you're telling me that they're going to come after those four for the women women's tag team championships. That's not a bad idea, but like I said, Bailey to me strikes me the same as, you know, very technical, very ground, you know, ground game is very good. High flying doesn't come in as, you know, as much as she would need it, but there's just only so much two people can do to help this women's division. You know what I mean? And by help, it needs the expansion of the roster. You know, like, hey, we've got other women that can actually fucking, you know, work a match in a different style. And I think that having Bailey, you know, as, as she is, going one-on-one tonight with Shayna Baszler and Nia Jackson on the ramp, Sometimes that may, you know, get confusing for the audience. And the way that Bailey talks, dear Lord, prayers could not help this bitch because she's a good wrestler in some regards, in other regards, no. But somebody needs to explain. During a promo, you know, you build them up and tear them down. With Bailey, she just sits there and we obliterates her opponent and trash dogs before the match even begins. That's, you know, what a heel does, you know, what they're supposed to. Not saying she's not trying, but dear God. Whenever she picks up a microphone, I want to hurl. During a promo, you really shouldn't have to insult the other party as much as you do, man. Sasha, like, with her, you know those girls in high school that give you every little detail and then walk away after they've stirred up so much shit? That's Sasha Banks. She's good at drawing people in because if you're not an uber bitch and you allow people to remember you, like, gee, for good and bad reasons, fabulous move. Is she the level of Sasha? I don't think so. Sometimes pausing for a little bit, folks, is the reason why I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you why. It hurts my head to watch some of the women's division on Maine. The NXT women's division, on the other hand, kudos, you're doing your thing. Keep on keeping on. I'm running out of steam, folks, because it's almost time for me to go to sleep. Because i got to get up at 4 in the fucking morning, catch a bus, and... Catch a train to work. But before I go, I hope and pray that you all do something with this retribution angle 
And I hope that the reveals are going to be like not like Scooby Doo. Like if it weren't for those meddling fans, you know, this wouldn't be possible. I am hoping and praying that Keith Lee actually does decent, you know, on Raw. And I, I always wonder, I'm like, wow, wow, he's gonna do good on Maine, you know, guy his size. Oh, yes, folks. Okay, so the women's division is fine. It just needs some tweaking. It needs some tweaking. Some may ask, well, what do you think of uh, Bailey, you know, not losing the championship or Sasha, you know, losing hers? That's because Sasha whines. And like I said, I'm not going to get totally into the backstage politics, but dear Lord. Heaven help us, man. Like I said, she unfollowed WWE entirely. Came back because the company needed her for ratings. With Bailey, if she left, I don't think I would care. I'm done building up that section of WWE, man. Roman Reigns finally, you know, conveying himself as a heel. I mean, wasn't he already booed to begin with? Yeah, I'm missing the point. But anyways, folks, I'm running low. I'm running on a E. And I got to be honest with you, if I have left, I'm going to make the biggest effort I can to stay awake for two more minutes. I know I said I was going to go here, but payback is in a week. So you guys already pre-taped. And you're doing production. You don't give a fuck about that. Like I said, there's a difference between saying you're giving and give us what we want, and you just got some new shiny toys for us to be distracted by. Not a shame problem with WWE. No, 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 no. I have concerns because now you just lost Keith Lee on NXT and he's on Maine. I miss you. Yes. Because now you have a champion in NXT who, like Lesnar, barely fuck works. And who's going to be the talent to overthrow Cross because supposedly he's supposed to be Barney Badass. I don't see it. I was going to flush my comments down the fucking drain, but he's been carrying cross. I know he, you know, no, his killer cross in the Indies. It brought his manager, Scarlett. Well, they, is it a draw or is it a loss? That depends on how many, you know, how many uh, tune in. So. Cross is a champion. Bailey. Okay, what's the difference? Both suck balls. And the other one's on NXT, one's on main, one's female, one's male. Uh, there's a lot of subtle differences between Bailey and Karrion Cross. I just. Uh, 
there's just a lot to uh, go under as a fan. You know, all this, you know, Thunderdome shit. I will cover on Off the Rails Uncensored when I'm not, you know, completely fading. And I, uh, like I said, I love you all who listen to my madness. Thank you for supporting me and Lady Lynn. So when nine minutes, I did better than I thought. But here's what I truly think. Please don't screw this up. And I don't know if this is going to be like a shield type thing reveal. Like who's a part of the group that's going to shock us and not. One can only hope that WWE does not fall prey to victims. And you know why? Because ratings are already in the toilet with no crowd, and it's just a lot harder. Good job, guys, on SummerSlam, even though it was a havesy-havesy card. Just like NXT. All right, folks, if you didn't like what good old Brian Reynolds had to say, I got to go to bed. And trust me, if you didn't like what I had to say, I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. Tune in on Wednesday for Off the Rails Uncensored. I got a lot to... I got a lot to get off my chest. And it's not all bad. It's not a rant. But you know what? Two of those bitches I got to go to sleep. Almost to 6,000 all-time listens. So please give this show a listen on iTunes. It's free to download. I do not charge yet. But give us a listen, give us a shout, Wrestle underscore radio at Brian Rails and Wrestle Radio Network forward slash Facebook.com. For real though, I got to go to sleep. Toodles, bitches. Take it. Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.